Okay, so now on to chapter five. If you're new here, go back and listen to the introduction. Uh, listen also to chapters one to four. Then come back here and listen to this chapter. But for those of you who are current, here is chapter five of my book, The Boy. This chapter is titled Coroner's Office. I will again call on the AI to read for me to save my voice. Now, here is the fifth chapter. Chapter 5 Coroner's Office Janet walked into the station and plopped down into the chair behind her desk. The morning had started off rough, and she knew it was not going to get any better. She also knew her day was nothing compared to the poor girls now lying in the morgue. She sighed turned on her computer, and began to log her incident report. She got done and went to report to her dad, the captain. As she approached his office, she could hear him talking on the phone. So Jan stopped just outside and leaned against the doorframe, waiting for him to complete his call. He was talking with the commissioner, updating him on the body they had found this morning and informing him of where they were at with the case. He finished the call and hung up, only then looking at her, a silent permission to come in, what you got for me, Han? Kamish is really up my ass on this one, because apparently someone told him this was no animal attack. It was a mess out there, Dad. I have never seen anything like this before, she said, walking into his office and taking a seat in front of his desk. Got any clue as to what or who might have done this? He asked, leaning back into his heavy leather chair. Not yet. Going to see Marty in a bit. I'm just giving him a few. By the time I head over, he should have something for me. Okay. Let me know the moment you get something. With that, he grabbed the phone and started dialing. Taking that as her cue to leave, she got up and went back to her desk. Using the headshot, she got off the body. She linked it up to her computer and ran the facial recognition program. After about 20 minutes, it came back with a missing person report. The female's name was Alexis James. She was 18 years old. Born on May 15, 2004, to Ada James and Patrick James, who were still living in Florida, they had reported her missing two months ago. It was reported that she ran away from home with her boyfriend Justin Green, who had returned home without Alexis, one month ago. So that rules him out, Janet said to herself. She was still busy trying to get more information on Alexis when a thought came to her. She was thinking about venturing deeper into the woods to see if she could find more evidence. They had been busy moving traffic along and picking up body parts. So, on initial inspection, they hadn't seen anything that looked out of place. But she could have sworn that she saw something move in the woods, and she had a gut feeling that something else was out there. Something that would lead them to who or what had killed that poor girl. With that thought in mind, she got up and walked over to Josh Allen. I am going to go back to the scene to look around some. Want to join me? Matt jumped up then. Hey. I can help if you like, he said walking over to her. Nah, Josh and I got this. You did well today. Just take it easy for the rest of the day. Kay. Since joining the force, Matt has done a good job trying to prove himself and impress Janet. He was too young for her, but he was smitten with her. She wasn't standing for it, though. So, whenever he made a move, she would shut him down right quick. He looked disappointed now like a child who was told he had had enough candy. Uh, okay, he said, turning around and heading back to his desk. Josh gathered his things, and he and Jan walked out the door and into their patrol cars. Jan and Josh reached the scene of the crime and ventured into the woods. 
Going in different directions, Jan headed to where she had seen the trees move and looked around, kicking away the bushes to look under the shrubs. But she saw nothing. Just more blood splatter. They walked around for about ten minutes in that area, but nothing popped out at her. She radioed Josh, told him she would be heading further into the woods and turned toward the river. As she got closer to the river, she noticed a trail of disturbed shrubbery, as if it was partially trampled, but only slightly. She took a mental note of it and carried on. She was walking along the bank when she saw a piece of cloth stuck on a falling tree that was jutting out into the water. It was a way down, and Jan went towards it. She saw that it was a female's top, and though the water had diluted whatever had stained it, she could bet it was once covered with blood. She pulled an evidence baggie out of her pouch, and, putting on a glove, took the material out of the water and placed it inside the bag. She looked around but didn't see anything else. With that, she walked back to her car and radioed Josh, asking him to meet her there. Josh met her at the car. He had not found any evidence, so they decided to head back to the station, where Jan handed him the evidence to process and went to talk with the coroner. When Jan got to the coroner's department, Marty was still in his lab, and the parts of Alexis's body were laid out on the slab. What you got? Jan asked. Well, as I said before, 16 to 18. She was 18, Jan chimed in. Well, okay, Marty said, then continued. She had been dead for approximately seven hours. Based on the calluses on her feet and the sun exposure, she has been walking and out in the elements for a while. Yeah, she was a runaway. Hey, if you know so much, why are you here? Marty chided her playfully. Nah, just looked her up and saw that. But have you come up with a better cause of death than shark bite? Nope, these are shark bites. But here's the weird thing. The saliva is 90% human and 10% something else. I sent the sample to Asheville to test it on their big, expensive machine. We won't get it back for two days. This makes no sense. You're telling me. And here's another crazy thing. These bites were expertly administered. Whatever it was that killed her, kept her alive for as long as possible. And though there was a lot of blood at the scene, there should have been more. Some of her organs were drained. It was as if it was sucked out. Jesus. What are we dealing with here, Jen whispered more to herself than to Marty. You tell me. Did you find anything that can substantiate all this, Marty asked. No. Just a female top that we are processing now. Well, that is what I have so far. I will tell you more when I have it, because I am still examining the body. Okay. Well, thanks, Marty. Catch you later, Jan said while walking out of the autopsy room. She was more bewildered than now than when she went in. This was turning out to be something that might be above their pay grade, and she had a very bad feeling about it all. I'm going to say goodbye here. Thank you so much for listening. Remember to love yourself and others, and I'll be back tomorrow with Chapter 6, titled Dem Boys. I'm L.T. Bartek. Love you. Bye.